What? It's time for Headline Nerds. Yeah! Get those nerds! And our first story, Star Trek actor Anton Yelchin is killed in a freak car accident at his Los Angeles home. So, that's sad. Did you see the pictures? Uh, no, I did not see any photographs. and I'm, I'm almost afraid to look. Well, they didn't show the body, but they showed the car where the car had bent uh, this kind of steel gate uh, that it was apparently where his body was so uh, but anyways Anton Yelchin a rising actor best known for playing Chekhov in the new Star Trek films was killed by his own car as it rolled down his driveway the car pinned mm-hmm. the 27 Yel- year old Yelchin against a brick mailbox pillar and a security fence at his home in Los Angeles he had gotten out of the vehicle momentarily but police did not did not say why he was behind it when it started rolling um Yelchin was on his way to meet friends for a rehearsal. When he didn't show up, the group came to his home and found him dead. The freak accident tragically cut short a promising career of an actor whom audiences were still getting to know and who had great artistic ambition. Star Trek Beyond, the third film in the reboot series, comes out in July. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I I was uh, very deeply saddened by this uh, because I I followed him since he was uh, was a little kid in Hearts in Atlantis. Like man, yeah. this kid's actually really awesome, and uh, I actually I what think about two years ago, Odd Thomas came on Netflix. I still and the only reason that. why I actually watched that movie was because of Anton Yelkin. Oh yeah, um, and it was it's a series by Dean Koontz, and I don't know if you've ever read any of Dean Koontz's novels, but uh-uh. Dean Koontz is a fucking terrible writer. I, I don't see how people buy his books uh, at all. I mean, some of the worst... I, I, I don't know why I read like three or four that I did, but what the other worst movies have pieces been of shit Dean that I've ever read. What other, movies have what? Been, what other movies have been inspired by Dean Koontz's books? Oh, uh, you remember back in the 80s, Watchers? Like oh. the, the, ar- the like the army psychic dog thing? I, I loved that movie when I was a kid. <laughs> No, the, yeah, I know. We both did. We both used to watch the movie together. Yeah, but that movie was was okay. And I remember like picking up the book later on and thinking, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> uh, and, I, and I remember wait, like I think I watched this movie called Taken, or I didn't watch a movie. I read a book by his called Taken, and that was the last Dean Koontz book I read because it was just it was just abominable. But uh, the only reason why I watched it was because Anton Yelkin was in it, and it yeah. was it was it was really good. I really liked it, and I was hoping they would make more because apparently it's a series. And I hope that they would make more Anton Yelkin, Odd Thomas movies. Um, but no, that, that is not to be. And uh, I'm, I liked him in Star Trek, the new, the reboots. I had the reboot but, of Fright Night. He was pretty good in that, too. Oh, yeah, that's right. I love that one, too. I actually, I mean, a lot of times when these re- remakes coming out, I prefer the originals. But no, when it comes to Fright Night, I actually much prefer the new one to the old one. Well, David Tennant was pretty awesome in his role, too. David Tennant, right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, of course, Roddy McDowell played the same version from the 80s. And, uh, well, I'll take, very I'll take David Tennant, thanks. <laughs> well, they, they, they are, but I'll take David Tennant any day. Hmm. I still I still like the originals, though, I must admit. Oh. <laughs> strangely, strangely, like I actually watched the, the, the original one uh, probably about a month ago, and it just... 
it, but the the kid who plays his friend who gets turned into a vampire. Yeah, he's a terrible actor. Yeah, he's a terrible actor. I'm, <laughs> I, like, I looked him up. I'm like, man, he's so terrible. I wonder whatever happened to him after he made this movie. Uh, apparently, he he went and made gay porn movies. Really? Yep. Well, well good. For, as long as he's gay, good for him. <laughs> well. Uh, Apparently, there's a, apparently Heather Graham before she was offered the part of Felicity Shagwell in Austin Power Austin Powers, the Spy Who Shagged Me. Apparently, she was also considering considering getting into porn because she couldn't find any other jobs. Oh, damn it! I, I know you're, damn you're it, just Austin like Powers. what could have been. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. So you, you have two sides of the same coin. One. One who definitely was not getting any jobs and had to go to make porn, and then the one who you really would have loved to have seen ended up not having yeah. to. Good for her, right? Yeah. <laughs> bad, bad for us, good for her. Yes, All right, moving on. <laughs> um, and you thought we were done with Star Wars. Well, it's kind of Star Wars related. May the force of gigantic robots be with you. Uh, legendary Pictures has set uh, Star Wars Force Awakens star John Boyega for his lead role for the second installment of Pacific of the Pacific Rim franchise. Ooh! Um, Did you watch this over my house? Um, Pacific Rim. No, we talked. A, we wait. We talked about it, but we. I remember like making wa- fun of you because you hadn't seen it yet. Yeah. Instead, we watched um, um, Godzilla, the newer Godzilla. Oh, uh, okay, okay, but. I much prefer Pacific Rim to that Godzilla. I'm sorry if yeah, that's I agree. lowbrow. No, I agree. <laughs> um, no, I like I I liked Pacific Rim considerably. Yeah, it was pretty badass. Uh, Although I was I was talking to our boy Mohammed about this a little while, like probably this past week. Uh, one of my my favorite actually was you. I was talking to you a little it was about a month ago. It's like my favorite action movie to come out in the last couple of years is probably The Kingsman. Yeah, that was wow. The the church scene alone. Like it was just damn phenomenal. Yeah, that, that movie. Anyone and they're making a sequel, so good. Anyone who hasn't seen it, you really should. I mean, absolutely, the action is phenomenal. It's 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 campy, but it's actually supposed to be campy instead of yeah, like a lot of spy I, movies. <laughs> I, I agree, and <laughs> true. But no, like you mentioned, you know, Pacific Rim here, and I think Pacific Rim is one of those movies where like I was never expecting something. Like just mind blowingly awesome. Yeah. But it was a damn it was a damn good action flick. Yeah. Um, let me see. Stephen S. DeKnight is uh, directing the film. I don't. You I have no familiarity with him. Oh yeah. really? Yeah. Um, which will begin production in the fourth quarter of this year, based on the world created by Guillermo del Toro and Travis Beecham. Boyega will play mm-hmm. the son of the character played by Idris Elba in the del Toro directed original film. So you remember. Oh. Uh, Del Toro said, I'm very proud and happy to welcome John into the fantastic sandbox. The Pacific Rim universe will be reinforced with him as a leading man as it continues to be a multicultural, multi-layered world. The world saving the world was our goal, and I couldn't think of a better man for the job. Uh, That's a good choice. I'm looking forward to that one. And he actually gets to use his British accent. He doesn't have to put on an American accent. Because hey, it's just Elba's character, you know, had his has his real accent. So <laughs> that's cool. All right. All right. What's next, Jeffrey? Star Trek to bloodily go where no one has gore before. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. Uh, that's pretty bad pun. Uh, 
Showrunner Brian Fuller points out that the upcoming Star Trek TV series oh. will be unlike any previous small screen incarnation of the franchise in at least one key aspect. It won't be bound by broadcast content standards. So what do you think about that? <sighs> Big words, but uh, I, I don't know if you, you know if I've talked very extensively like i love brian fuller i fucking adore brian fuller uh he, he did wonderfalls and dead like me and pushing oh, daisies dead like, dead like hannibal the, the new incarnation of the show hannibal uh in my mind brian fuller can do no wrong so whatever hopefully, the fuck he says i'm gonna listen hopefully he continues to do no wrong um so you think we're gonna finally see some uh, green boobies or blue boobies uh, no i i don't because fuller worked on he actually got his start in hollywood working he, he started writing for star trek voyager ah and so okay. even though by then gene roddenberry was dead i'm sure the between brandon braga and ronald d moore and those guys who were around then who were sort of the curators of star trek back then would have pounded in his brain you know the roddenberry vision even though like thankfully in a lot of regards star trek next generation got away from Roddenberry's very limited vision. Yeah, we were uh, there, there are about some that. things that are just there's some things that are sacrosanct, and I, I think like over sexualizing Star Trek would just be anathema to yeah, Star we Trek. We were talking about that the other day about getting away from always running uh, up, always running into God. Remember, we yeah, talking about yeah. that. <laughs> they, the, Roddenberry was often accused of uh, of inserting God as a character in his stories. I mean, and really, what does God need with a starship? Ooh, Star Trek V. Uh. <laughs> well, anyways, Fuller said that the eagerly awaited new show, which will debut on uh, CBS in January, but then switch to streaming service CBS All Access, will have a rather different prime directive than the previous uh, 762 hours of TV-sized Trek, which either ran entirely on broadcast ne network or in syndication. Because we're CBS All Access, we're not, su not subject to network broadcast standards and practices. It will likely affect us more in terms of what we can do graphically. Star Trek... Uh, Star Trek's not necessarily a universe where I want to hear a lot of profanity. Apparently, he's Fuller said. Uh, so yeah, graphically, yeah. So he, graphically, does that mean violence? No, I don't think it does. I don't think it does mean violence. I think it it means he's got a budget and he doesn't have the same constraints uh, in terms of effects. I, I think it probably refers more to effects than anything. All right, I wouldn't mind some violence though. I like violence. As long as it's not real violence. That's why Q in the Q continuum were going to condemn the human race, though, and encounter a far point. I like fake violence or sport violence, but not real okay. violence. <laughs> All right, carry on, sir. Uh, Hodor, 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 please. Oh, too soon. Being a Game of Thrones fan means you always have to be prepared to say goodbye to one of your beloved characters. Unless we're talking about Jon Snow, lucky guy, getting resurrected and everything. With that being said, most characters, when they're gone, they're really gone. 
While Hodor, well, Hodor might not be gone. He just might have blue eyes now. While Hodor lovers might still be recovering from the loyal servant's demise, there will always be memes to memorialize his impact. And it looks like people are remembering him in quite a clever fashion. People have been putting up little pictures of Hodor next to the hold the door buttons on elevators, prompting people to be as nice as the gallant giant Hodor and hold the door for your fellow human beings. And apparently there was a Kickstarter that was begun to make real door stops featuring Hodor holding the door as well. <laughs> My wife actually sent me the picture and they actually look really good. I'm, I might, I don't know if I'm going to spend a hundred dollar on a doorstop, but damn it. It's, <laughs> it made me consider it. Uh, did you see the pictures along yeah. with the article? Yeah. Yeah. So if you're listening to this uh, on SoundCloud or on iTunes, uh, I will include some pictures in the YouTube version. So go search Absolutely. for that. Um, anyway. And our final story, going to the pokey, man. Get it? Pokey, man. Oh, pokey, my man. God. Pokey, jail. Yeah, I, I, I got you. <laughs> Buchacha loves puns. Just loves them. <laughs> the new augmented reality game Pokemon Go has gotten people off the couch and into the real world. But police of O'Fallon, Missouri, say that four men have used the game to find players at specific locations and rob them using a handgun. About eight or nine people have been robbed by four men over the past couple of days, a spokesman from the O'Fallon Police Department told Gizmodo over the phone. The latest robbery occurred Sunday morning at around 2 a.m. by the man in a black BMW before they were finally apprehended by police. So BMW, they must be pretty good thieves. Yeah. <laughs> um, the suspect used the Pokemon Go game to find their victims by anticipating where people might go through popular poke stops virtual sites in the game that can be designed that can be designated at any real world location from business parking lots to churches and i heard these these poke stops are places where you can pick up supplies yeah yeah for the game oh poke poke stops sorry not poke stops (laughs) poke stops that would that would be more like uh uh, the park Uh, that's where you that's where you go get the lot lizards at the truck stops Uh, the four men who were apprehended all ranged in age from 16 to 18. Their names and what they've stolen from the victims have not been, not yet been released. Uh, but uh, what do you think of this augmented reality video gaming stuff? Okay, I, I, you had mentioned to me this this idea yesterday, and all I've seen besides Black Lives Matter, All Lives Matter, Blue Lives Matter, whatever <laughs> matters. Uh, it's been we've been un, un, inundated on social media, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook with these uh, po- these Pokemon Go. Everybody's posting about it, memes about it, everything. It's definitely blown up over the past what four or five days since it started, since it dropped. And man, it, it's just it's insane. And I've never been a big Pokemon guy. It's just nah, not my thing. Me neither. Uh, <sighs> But I, I adore and love many of the people who are into it. So uh, I'm giving them a pass for now. But uh, for now. I also had one of my friends say something about how I mean he drives a Hummer. And he was talking about almost running somebody over because they weren't paying attention where they were walking. And it's like, you versus Hummer, you ain't going to win. 
I heard about somebody who uh, they had to make sure to turn the app off when they drove because they were getting so distracted they almost got in accidents. It's like, oh, oh. there's a Pokemon nearby. I have to you know, look at my phone real quick while driving. Uh, yeah, I, I also saw somebody <laughs> uh, post on Craigslist that they would drive you around on a, a Poke Safari, safari <laughs> so you could just pay attention to, to your game and go catch Pokemon or some shit. So um, Uber. Uber's probably going to do some yeah. risk sales for it because of Pokemon. <laughs> probably. Um, but we were talking about, you know, how how this type of game, you know, what would be a better, uh, probably a more, more See, fun version for people like us. And it would, uh, well, what I say? I, I was thinking more of like augmented reality, like David Fincher's The Game. But then you, you threw out like, well, just what about Skyrim or Final Fantasy? Actually, you threw out Final Fantasy and I'm like, Yes. Yeah, I finally. I said, yeah, I said Skyrim that, and um, and uh, yeah. World of Warcraft. I've never played. So <laughs> I've never played WoW. Sorry. <laughs> Have but you I played what? Played World of Warcraft? No, no. I I played okay, a, a, a Warcraft, one of the old ones, but never World of Warcraft. Uh, hmm, interesting. But it would be interesting. No, I, uh, remember the Spiderwick Chronicles? Yeah. How we, they'd hold that crystal up to their eye and they could see the real, you know, the right, world underneath right. the world. It would be pretty neat. Uh, <laughs> say you're you're just out walking in the park and and you know you could have a game where you interact with 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 things. Where you, you could also just have a kind of uh, hidden world type thing where you could see what's yeah. going on in this other world. You know, like uh, watching a, a a dragon, you know, take out a hippogriff or something. <laughs> I mean, how much longer between, like, you know, we're saying that we're supposed to be going transhuman in the next 50 years. We're, we're, you probably have, like, uh, implanted VR and stuff like that, and virtual reality shit. You imagine yeah. just, like, playing, you know, playing Final Fantasy out, like, at a park one day and, like, not even have to hold up your phone, but just, like, see it in your eyes or whatever. Or just I mean, watch, or just watch cool. the fairies collecting nectar. Oh. Uh, Anyway, I, I don't know watch, if that bodes well for the human race, though. Watch the unicorn make ice cream. It's oh my god! <laughs> to any of you who haven't seen what I'm talking about, well, shit, what was that called? What was the product called? Squatty potty. The squatty potty. You really should go watch the ad for the squatty potty. It's fucking hilarious. Oh, it's it's amusing. All right, uh, we're, we're becoming a world of, world of lotus eaters, my friend. <laughs> uh, yeah, so does it? You know, people deserve to have some fun. We've had <laughs> sticks up our ass for a long time now. Uh, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> I know I'm being curmudgeonly today. <laughs> uh, need to need some old Toby. Maybe. <laughs> Um, but anyways, I, I like the idea of, uh, you know, as long, as soon as we have affordable, uh, like Google glass type things to the, the whole augmented reality thing could be awesome. I mean, imagine, imagine you're walking around and you could set it to history and you could see all these yeah. reenactments of local That's historical true. events. Come on. That would be fucking awesome. Uh, or, or you could just have a, uh, you know, it's set to African safari, and you could be walking around in the park with giraffes and elephants, and you, you know, could learn stuff. Yeah, you could. You're right. You're right. Watch a watch a watch a lion run past you and take down a gazelle. You know, Until the on, corporations cool. start 
part, start prostituting everything. This this giraffe that has like a big like uh, Microsoft logo on it. Brought to you by <laughs> Microsoft. Oh, when you said prostituting, I was like, or you, yeah, you could walk around and there'd just be naked women everywhere all the time. That would be pretty cool too. Uh, that's true. And of course, you know, someone would make a software to extrapolate what the person would look like without their clothes and superimpose the image. I'm sure that's not too far off either. <laughs> which, which you know, wouldn't be as good as you think. A lot of times it just be, oh, oh, oh my god, oh, oh, look at the, you know, balls down to the knees. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> hey, hey, Jeff, look right. <laughs> yep. <laughs> We're just around the corner from that man. <laughs> well, anyways, um, that's it. That's it. I'm, I'm out of I'm out of stories. Oh, all right. Well, headline nerds in the bank. All right, it's been uh, fun. Yeah, this is Buchacha signing off, and this is Jeff signing off. Hello, cutie pie. What is thy bidding, my master? Listen to me very carefully. You are mine now. You belong to me. And it was a very sensitive. Feel how soft my skin is. Do it. Do it. <laughs> Ew, seriously? That is so gross. Hey, fucker! Do you need assistance? Kind of grabbed you by the boo-boo, don't it? More teens are having fuck, having luck. He has an erection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all her fault. Then you got an idea. A wonderful, awful idea. Seduction used to be an art. Now, of course, it's brutish and it's predatory. And Here's what consent is. The person is severely intoxicated or unconscious as a result of alcohol or drugs. Is physically or developmentally disabled. The victim is under the age of 13 or is elderly. So as long as the girl's 13, she can give consent for sex, provided it's creative and enthusiastic. You keep using that word. I don't think it means what you think it means. No means yes if you know how to spot it. Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life. I am not gay. I never have been gay. He says he's not gay, but uh, let's see what a few drinks and a back massage would do to him, huh? What do you think? Me? You? The old lady? A little sandwich action? Okay. But I get to be on top. Oh! Let me guess. You dropped the soap. Please take that out of my ass. You're in more dire need of a blowjob than any white man in history. Gross, right in the fucking eyeball. Because it, it really does make you feel like you're inside this 11-year-old girl. In a profoundly wholesome way. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. May God have mercy on your soul. I think you are filth. I think you are scum. You are a degenerate! I'm not a pervert. You're still here? It's, it's over. over.